Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 18 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And uh, I will get into a little more details here, but we're, we're once again currently not, not currently live on the stream, uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. Before we do get to that, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, during episodes, after episodes, really, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. That's right, Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. That is usually where we are live, uh, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about the streaming moving forward uh, as we move along here. Uh, of course, YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews, all of our parenting playlists, our mental health Mondays, and of course, the video feeds for every actual episode of Common Sense Sundays and Go Tell It to the Wall. You're going to find the old Go Tell It to the Wall episodes up there. We haven't done them in a few months, uh, but you can go back and catch up on those 130 ep- uh, some odd episodes of com- of uh, Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, which, which used to happen on Thursdays. Those will be coming back, so, so don't worry about that. Uh, and of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, you're going to get pictures. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm a moderately talented photographer, but I don't have the patience for like social posting of photographs. So you're going to get a lot of kid pictures and a lot of kind of my own personal interests on there. But, uh, but it, it's going to be enjoyable stuff. So, so check it out. Follow my Instagram account, SoCalSean. And of course, the website, SeanOroarkLive.com, uh, that is going to be your one-stop shop. If you don't remember where the Facebook page is, how to find the YouTube channel, any of that stuff, you can just remember SeanOroarkLive.com, and, and you're going to find links to everything I just mentioned, as well as a link to our Patreon campaign. If you're not familiar with Patreon, check it out. Even if you don't support Go Tell Us the Wall and Common Sense Sundays and Sean Work Live, uh, there's definitely people, artists, broadcasters out there for you to support financially. So, so look at, look there, see who there is that you can support. If it's us, that's great. If not, uh, plenty of other artists and, and, and whatnot to, to support financially on Patreon. And of course, our merch store, you're going to find that right there. On SeanOroarkLive.com, there's a tab going to take you straight to the merch store. Pick up a t-shirt, pick up a mug, pick up a pillow. I think we have pillows on there, <laughs> a sweatshirt, whatever you, whatever you so please. And spread the common sense through your through your fashion fashion wear here, you know, because because uh, that's important. Get get some go tell to the Wall merch. Uh, I, I'm going to get some here in the studio so I can kind of show it off, once, especially once we have the live feeds. Also got to distribute some of those pins that we got. Those are going to, going to, uh, to big time supporters and producers of, of the podcast itself. And I, sh- I will say, uh, and this, this throwing this in there for anyone out there listening, uh, please, please make sure you subscribe. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, but for those of you not familiar with podcasts, tracking numbers on podcasts is, I don't want to say it's virtually impossible, but it's very difficult. It's very difficult because, see, when you run a podcast, you, you host through one particular place, you know, you, you could even host through your own website, but you're hosting and then you're, you're sending out a feed that goes to all these other platforms. Well, the problem is your host platform is going to give you numbers, but that's not inclusive of all the other numbers that are out there. Uh, in fact, I, I actually up until recently had thought that Podomatic was pulling Spotify numbers uh, and just including them in the overall numbers through through Podomatic. However, I discovered this past week that they are not. They, 
the numbers are not the same uh, that I'm seeing on Spotify as Podomatic. So please, please make sure you're subscribing. Whatever your favorite platform is, uh, just know that that subscribing, that downloading, that listening, those unique views, uh, those are what helps Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, really any podcast out there, especially smaller podcasts. When you're talking about, you know, Mark, the Mark Marins of the world, yeah, <laughs> dude's fine. Doesn't matter what you do, like subscribe, but does you're, he's going to be fine. Help out the smaller podcasts to get those numbers up there. So please, please make sure you subscribe. Uh, and again, on SeanOrourkeLive.com, you're going to see a tab right there. Uh, that'll take you directly to the podcast. You can even listen directly on SeanOrourkeLive.com, but it's even got tabs uh, for multiple other podcast platforms, including Spotify. It'll take you directly there, so please make sure you subscribe uh, and share it. Share it with, with your friends. Share it on social media. Those, those shares go a long way. It's funny. Whenever we get a higher profile share from someone who's a fan of the podcast, I notice the numbers do go up, um, and, and so it's it's a matter of tracking all those numbers and, and getting the word out there and and helping to grow not only Go Tell It to the Wall, but all the other podcasts out there that you that you love and support. All right. Uh, like I said, I'm still working on the live stream. We, we're having a, I was actually in the studio a good portion of the day yesterday. Uh, pretty much fried my brain. I am not an incredible, an incredibly knowledgeable tech person. I, I, I know minimal stuff. There are certain things I know. I, you know, I, I kind of have a broad knowledge of, of lots of things as opposed to being an expert in anything. Like I can read a little bit of HTML, but I can't I can't write HTML. You know, there, there's certain things I can I can get around things with with troubleshooting and everything. But I'm not a super tech guy, and so my brain was just fried yesterday trying to get through all of this live streaming stuff. And if you were on the YouTube channel yesterday, you might have even seen a couple of live streams of me just like sitting in the studio trying to figure stuff out because as I'm like testing integrity on everything here. Uh, and still working through that. So we are going to have that worked out. It's just a matter of time. Uh, I will say it, it's most likely going to be on YouTube. We're going to be shifting the live streams over to YouTube, hopefully connecting those to facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Uh, but it, it is likely moving over to YouTube. It's just a better interface for streaming Facebook. There's there's so much stuff involved with the Facebook you know, website and interface and all their servers, and it's just, it's so wonky when it comes to streaming that we're, we're likely moving it over to YouTube, so keep an eye out for that uh, once we do get to the live stream. Could be next episode. Uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say it's, it's it will happen within the next few episodes, like two, three, maybe four episodes uh, once we get everything worked out, but of course, you're still able to see the videos. It's it's really for my sake. I, I, I like the interaction. Uh, I like the, the real-time interaction, although slightly delayed because it's like 20 seconds behind the, the actual feed, but the real-time interaction is, is big for me, so I, we're working on getting the live stream um, back up and running, and that's just, just a matter of time, so, so we'll get there um, and, and just bear with us here in the studio as we, as we get to that. I finally had a break in the heat wave this past week. Oh, man, finally had a break, and here's the thing. <laughs> now it's smoke. Uh, last episode, I was talking about a broken air conditioner and, and blackouts. We literally had a blackout as I was sitting in the studio. We're, we're no longer dealing with rolling blackouts right now, but we are dealing with smoke to the point that even during the heat wave, you could kind of go outside. I had my kid in the pool uh, during the heat wave, not at the height of it when it was like 116, but you know when it was still warm out. Right now, you can't go outside at all in Southern California. Well, probably not all of Southern California, but here in Los Angeles, you, you can't go outside. You can't go outside right now. The air quality is so terrible. It smells like smoke. In fact, the other day, uh, I, like yesterday or the day before, I said, my wife and I opened the door to grab something just from outside, like on the porch. And I was like, man, it, it smells like uh, it smells like open playa Sunday morning if you're, if you're standing out near uh, where the man burned. Like, I, don't, I know only some of you are going to get that, but it, genuine, it was just heavy, burning smoke smell in the air. Um, and that's unfortunately now what we're dealing with. 
Now, of course, I'm complaining about air quality and my kid not being able to go outside, but other people are obviously dealing with this much, much more than, than simple air quality issues. People are losing homes. People, uh, we've unfortunately had loss of lives uh, here in California as well as in Oregon. So please send your thoughts and prayers, but just it's, it's one thing after another here in, uh, here in Southern California. Uh, one more thing before we move on to digital trends. Uh, new music suggestions are coming soon. Uh, if, if you're not subscribed already, make sure you are subscribed to Something's Not Right Studios on uh, YouTube. And that's where our music suggestion videos come, come out in collaboration with Something's Not Right Studios. Uh, it's obviously myself that hosts them, uh, but they, they run through Something's Not Right Studios. It's one of the, one of the few collaborative efforts that we do together, uh, Go Tell to the Wall and Something's Not Right Studios. Uh, so look forward to those. Those are coming. I'm, I'm going to guess it, it's just going to depend on workload. Uh, on the end of uh, something SNRS, so hopefully I'm gonna guess over the next week we'll see. I'll have to hit them up and see if uh, if those are scheduled to come out soon. All right, digital trends. That's right, digital trends. I have a sip of my water here. Uh, so there, there's some things going on here. <laughs> One thing I want to talk about that that's trying. It's funny. I I usually go to like Twitter uh, for a couple days, like Saturday, Sunday. And I found, especially today, if you look at trending on... Now, obviously, it, it is personalized a little bit, but I even went outside of like my own personal trending feed there on Twitter, and it is all football. It is all football right now. So, of course, one of the trending hashtags is hashtag football is back. And the reason I talk about this, you know, we don't talk about a ton of sports here unless it's socially relevant uh, or I want to brag about, you know, maybe a Boston team or something like that, but... I, I, I'm always fascinated by this, especially something like hashtag football is back. Uh, for those of you that don't live in the United States, it, it really is a bit, I don't want to say it's a phenomenon, but it, it, it's, it's amazing to look around the country uh, when it comes to football and especially the NFL. College football is one thing, but especially the college football is very regional. Uh, in this country, you know, like here in Los Angeles, there, there's there's college football fans, but not near as many as if you go down to like Texas. Uh, in fact, my cousin was at the University of Texas football game uh, last night. They're happening in Austin. Uh, he's a season ticket holder because he's, he's a former player. For those of you familiar with the podcast, I'm sure I've mentioned uh, my cousin who was a former Texas Longhorn. He was, you know, so it's regional. Uh, but the NFL, it's just, it's just this nation. I don't want to call it hysteria either, but the, the excitement that comes from just the entire country, for the most part, trust me, I, I realize there are many people out there that don't care at all about uh, football or any sports. But the crazy thing is, you know, you run into baseball fans and stuff. I enjoy baseball. I like hockey. Um, but you end up coming across football fans that you had no idea had any interest whatsoever in sports. But it's it's so widespread in this country uh, that, that like, as you can see, you, if you jump on Twitter right now, at least in the U.S., it's going to be all football. It's all football stuff. Football hashtags, football stories, because today is the first Sunday of the NFL season. It's it's crazy out there right now. I don't, I don't I mean crazy just in... There's games being played all across the country. There's a football game going to be played in a new, the brand new stadium here in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium. I'm actually looking forward to watching that. It's going to be weird seeing an, an empty stadium. It's like a hundred thousand seat stadium. I could be exaggerating that. It's going to be weird to see an empty stadium, uh, but I'm I am really curious. Just outside of sports fandom, uh, to to see a brand new state of the art facility here in Los Angeles, where where I live, where I've lived the majority of my life. Uh, so it is it's it's a cool thing from a cultural standpoint as well. But I'm just always fascinated uh, by the people that 
You, you would have no idea that they have any interest in any kind of sports, and suddenly they're being fanatical about uh, you know certain football teams, the NFL season starting. It, it's kind of wild. Fantasy football, too. I know so many people that it's like, you okay, you play fantasy? I had no idea you liked sports at all. And it, it's not weird. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's extra funny because people assume that I am a huge sports fan because I enjoy turning on the television when there's a game, uh, especially if I just want to pay half attention. I, I, I'm not a fanatic. I just... I like to pay half attention. That's my reality television. If I turn on a, a show or something, I, I, I tend to pay full attention. But with a sporting event, I'm half paying attention. I can drink a beer, you know, have have some peanuts or something. And, and I enjoy kind of the, you know, the uh, oh, the ritual of it. That's the word I'm looking for. But I'm by no means an expert. I play this fantasy football stuff, and I just, I don't have the uh, the, the patience or the, uh, the, the energy to put into the whole fantasy football thing. In fact, I totally forgot that fantasy football was happening. Like, I knew football was happening, but I don't make that association. I do this every year, and my phone's, like, going crazy this morning. Like, oh, blah, blah, fantasy points. And I'm like, okay, I can't with this right now. <laughs> and I just, I don't know how people have that time and energy. And people look at me, and they're like, you, you, what do you mean you don't know about this? I'm like, I I don't, I don't read into all these things. I have friends that follow like the minor leagues and, and baseball. I'm like, no, no. I just, I see what's in front of my face. Read some articles. You know, I'll, I'll go on ESPN.com like once or twice a day and just, oh, what, anything interesting going on? That, that, that's the extent of it. But so fanatical in this country. It really is. It's such a fanatical thing. Oh, man. All right. Hashtag I stand with JK Rowling. This one is, uh, is disheartening heartening and hilarious uh kind of on a couple different levels so as i was looking through sorting through football <laughs> hashtags and nfl hashtags uh, trying to find some stuff that was more relevant to to common sense in the podcast of course i came across this hashtag i stand with jk rowling and i've seen this picking up some steam the past week uh, people showing their support for for the transphobic author that is jk rowling um now of course i saw this and i'm like oh man we have a bunch of people making up excuses and reasons why they, it's okay to be transphobic and support J.K. Rowling and all this other stuff. But I also noticed, and I had to double-check the spelling of her last name, there's also a hashtag going around, I stand with J.K. Rowling. That's without the W. J.K. Rowling, two L's and no W instead of one L and a W. So that's happening. And people are running with that, too, which is funny because it's like, spell check. I'm not a, I'm not a grammar, like, big on, you know, you got to have perfect grammar. You gotta have, I don't care if I can figure it out, but if you're going to... Like, have a hashtag that's trending and stuff. Make sure the hashtag is spelled correctly. In fact, i got to complain a minute. I'm going to talk about that, too, because where where was that? Yeah, that's a personal gripe we're going to talk about. Uh, but fortunately, it seemed like the majority of people were, were making fun of standing with J.K. Rowling and pointing out that she is transphobic and anyone supporting her has is most likely a, a transphobic individual. And, and we don't need that in this world. We just, we just simply don't need that in this world. Uh, but unfortunately, you're never going to agree with everybody. And... Uh, it's definitely in the United States we've we've seen with this current president, you know, White House administration that that people come out of the woodworks and it's just, you you uh, it's daily and I've said this before on the podcast and I I go can it get any worse how can people still support this how how and sure enough they're supporting it and in fact I want to take a moment I uh, didn't even have this written down and and kind of going back to football and, and never agreeing with people so uh, for those of you not familiar. The NFL, as I was just talking about, played a game on Thursday night in Kansas City. They played against the Houston Texans. Now, 
unless you've been living under a rock, and even in other countries, because it, it has it has expanded to other countries doing this, uh, kneeling before games, but a little over four years ago, a, a guy named Colin Kaepernick started kneeling during the national anthem before games, and everyone lost their minds. It was all about disrespect for the military and everything else. In fact, I talked about this last week, because uh, I took a lot of flack, like literally from relatives, from, from relatives even, saying I hated the country and I shouldn't be supporting kneeling for the national anthem and, and peaceful protests and everything else. And then we had the Orange Menace and everything he said to disrespect the military, and we know that that that's a bunch of bullshit. If you if you, if you think you if if you want to you know lean on I support the Orange Menace because of the military, it's bullshit. You, you can't do that. You can't logically do it. But of course, people are going to do it. Well, now we really are seeing uh, that it never was about disrespect for the country or for the flag. Because in this particular game, this NFL game on Thursday, uh, both teams as a show of unity. Uh, they locked arms, and they came out to midfield for a moment of silence. And here's a th there was so much back and forth in the sports world on Friday because people were debating, you know, were the fans, what were they booing, everything else. Here's the thing. This is black and white, and I don't, I don't mean, I, I don't, you know, mean that as a pun here, it, it, but it is black and white because the, the announcer came over the loudspeaker in the stadium, told everyone they're going to have a moment of silence and a show of unity. And then after that, everyone started booing. Because both teams were locked arms in a show of unity. Right there, we can see that it was never about the flag. It was never about peaceful protests. It was all about shutting up people that they disagree with. That these fan bases disagree with. And I'm not going to say every Kansas City fan is a terrible person. In fact, I have a very good friend who's a Kansas City fan. And I know he is a big supporter of Black Lives Matter. He's one of the most moral people I, I know, honestly. I know you're going to listen to this, Easy. I'm talking about you, Easy. So it's not to say every fan, and I've said this with Boston fans, Boston is known as a very racist city. I'm a Boston fan. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm not racist at all, but I, I, I'm not racist like some of the stories that come out of Boston. And I, mean, I mean, would consider myself not racist, but I'm still white. I'm, I, I'm not that person, oh, I've never been racist. I have black friends. It's like, no, we can always, always do better. I can always improve myself personally. I can improve myself socially, whatever it is. That can always happen. But we've seen it right there. There's your proof. It was never about the anthem. It was never about the flag. It was about keeping your foot on the necks of people who have been marginalized and have never had equal rights in this country. That's what it's about. And to me, that is as black and white as you can get. And common sense says that there's no, no justice for this. There's no peace. So keep it up. Keep being loud. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. And hopefully... My grandkids one day will, will, will start to see change. More, more, and more change. That's all we can hope for. All right, hashtag Oregon Wildfires 2020. Uh, as I said, it's really bad all along the West Coast here. You, you can't even go outside. Um, the sky is, it's, I'm sure you've seen some pictures from San Francisco. It's not quite as bad in my neighborhood uh, as, as the pictures you've seen from San Francisco. But you, you walk outside and it's, it's an orange sky. It's an orange, it's an orange sky and you can smell the fire in the air. It's really bad. Uh, and unfortunately, there have been loss of structures, loss of lives. And, and I will say, uh, and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in mental health, because fires and, and, and loss of property are something, something very personal to me. Um, and I think I'm going to talk about that a little bit in mental health as we get there. But I will say one thing. There is absolute false news going around right now on the social platforms. And that's why I bring up this hashtag, hashtag, uh, Oregon wildfires 2020. Uh, there are stories out there that are saying Antifa, 
group Antifa groups are actually setting these fires on purpose. As I always say, do your research. It takes you about five seconds to fact check and realize that this is absolutely false news. There's nothing correct about it. These fires are not being set. It's partially due to Santa Ana's. It's partially due to dry conditions, and it's partially due to uh, climate change. We do this every year. There are fires in California. Some years are worse than others. It is getting worse year to year, uh, but some years are worse than others. I mean, last year we lost an entire community in Paradise, California. It's just gone. That whole community, gone. These things happen. But to sit there and make up stories and everything else, that's not going to help anybody. And I'll tell you what, if you're somebody that's out there sharing that shit about, oh, hell came to California because that's what they get, don't ever, ever, ever listen to my podcast again. Just don't do it. Unsubscribe. Don't share anything. I don't want you listening to this podcast because you're insulting me. You're insulting my family. You're insulting my home state. And that's completely unnecessary, regardless of how you feel about politics. That's completely unnecessary. All right, hashtag signs the apocalypse has arrived. Uh, that's basically all of 2020. All of 2020. Um, I just, I don't know whether to laugh or cry anymore. I don't know whether to laugh or cry anymore. I just, I don't. I don't. But all we can do is be positive. Have that PMA, that positive mental attitude, and hopefully we will get through this. We will. We're going to come out on the other side. It just depends how long that takes. And I have a personal gripe when it comes to digital trends and hashtags and every, everything else. Uh, for everyone out there, if you're someone that likes to share hashtags, I share them occasionally. I really only share them based on the podcast. You know, I might share a hashtag parenting or hashtag vans because <laughs> I wear a lot of vans and sometimes there's pictures of me wearing vans. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I'm not huge on using the hashtags. I never, in fact, it took me years to like understand the hashtags. I finally embraced the hashtags to an extent because it made it easier to kind of track things. Uh, you know, and we had a hashtag for like when I got married, it was great when, when we got married five years ago, because then I was able to kind of track everyone's posting stuff and the hashtag happily ever O'Rourke. It was, it was fantastic, uh, but I'm still not huge on them. But I will say one gripe that I have is if you're going to share hashtags, use capitalizations for the love of God. Sometimes I see hashtags and I see hashtags from broadcasters, professional writers that are tweeting and everything else. And it's, I, I can't read the damn thing. Capitalize. Capitalize. Capitalize the words within the hashtag. Otherwise, it's unreadable. You know, I don't go on Twitter a lot, but half half my time on Twitter is spent being like, hashtag what? What? Oh, okay. Got it. Let's, let's do better. It's not that hard to just capitalize. Capitalize. And maybe don't just click on the hashtag that comes up because then you end up uh, sharing hashtag I stand with JK Rowling. You know, they think about those things. All right, COVID updates. Oh, man. Uh, We're now getting warnings, and these have been coming for a while, but it's definitely uh, coming out this past week. Dr. Fauci, among other experts, uh, have said that fall and winter is going to be rough, and we're going to need to hunker down, hunker down, in finger quotes. That's the expression that uh, that Dr. Fauci used. Uh, So it... (laughs) I saw this and it's like we kind of knew this was coming that we're going to it's going to come back with a vengeance. Everyone should be getting their flu shots. I haven't gotten my flu shot yet, but I will. Um, my thing is I haven't been leaving my property. So if I like I'm actually putting myself at risk to go get a flu shot. But in a month or so, I'll go get the damn flu shot because it needs to be done. You know, my, my get my kid the flu shot and my wife as well. Um, but I'm looking at this and six months of this. Uh, good luck. 
good luck. I already know Halloween's going to roll around. People are going to be out trick-or-treating. It's going to be madness, and just, just good luck. We're in for a long road, and like I just said, we're going to get through it. It's just a matter of how long. And hunkering down is going to shorten that time. Not hunkering down is not, it's, it's going to extend that time. So, good luck with that. United States. Jesus. Uh, college football. This one is wild to me. I've been talking about how we don't need sports in general, especially college football. We don't. These, these kids don't get paid. They're not being paid to play. They're putting their lives at risk. They could have heart problems at the end of this. Those are, those are just medical facts. But we're all it, it's also this weird back and forth because parents of certain from certain schools have been protesting that those schools that aren't playing football this year should be playing football. And then we have other conferences. I'm not going to get into the details of conferences, but we have other conferences around the country that are playing football. Like I said, the University of Texas played yesterday. A lot, there's been a lot of college football. Started last weekend, and this weekend there was a ton of it. The crazy thing is we're after one week, one weekend, and it wasn't even all the college football teams. One weekend, there was a few college games last weekend. After that weekend, we're already COVID, experiencing COVID outbreaks within college football teams. We're having games postponed and canceled already. The craziest thing about this is while we are having teams cancel games and we are having a confer conferences come out and say, here, we have to maintain this amount of teams being able to play to continue the season, we have these other conferences that are now saying, no, no, maybe we actually can start playing football. We weren't going to play, but now we can. And it just makes my head fucking spin. Makes my head fucking spin. Because I don't know, where where are we with this? So you're sitting there and you say, oh, there's a bunch of outbreaks. Well, clearly, we'll, we're ready to play before we thought we were. It's all ass backwards. We don't need college football right now. Let's keep the kids safe. We don't need kids on college campuses. Fortunately, the Cal State system here in California uh, already came out and, and announced that they are going to do distance learning through the end of the year, end of the school year. So the, the basically school year just started that would go through depending on the what school you're at may june of of 2021 distance the whole time dig, uh, distance learning online not 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 having in in person classes all ends of the spectrum that's it makes my head spin makes my head spin uh louis vuitton for those of you because we are going to be in this for a while got your face masks and everything you want to be stylish with those face ma face masks however i don't care how much money you have you probably don't need a louis vuitton face shield if you've seen the face shields, that's the one that, like, the plastic that goes totally over your face. It's not just a mask. It's the plastic face shield over the face. Like, boom. Seeing a lot of these, uh, I, as I was watching uh, uh, NFL football and college football, I'm seeing a lot of those on the sidelines and everything. Well, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, I, I can never pronounce the name right. I don't care. I, I can't stand these overpriced luxury brands. I just, I can't. I'm, I'm all for wear whatever you want. Calm the fuck down with a, with a luxury face mask. In fact, this Louis Vuitton face mask actually has uh, gold studs along the edge of the face mask. There has not been a price point announced yet, but that thing is probably going to be a couple hundred dollars because apparently Louis Vuitton has similar items like face masks and everything else that run you a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. So if you have an exorbitant amount of money, Still don't buy this Louis Vuitton face mask. Take that money you would have spent on the Louis Vuitton face mask. Give it to somebody that needs it. Donate to Sidewalk Project, Punk Rock Saves Lives, any of those. Put the money there and go buy yourself a nice $10 mask on Etsy. Mm -hmm. That's what you should be doing. No question. 
Oh, man. I am actually... I'm hitting a point. Uh, I am actually ready for real clothes. I finally hit the point. I, I am... I'm like the sweatpant king. I, I I love sweatpants. I love joggers. I'm I'm all about it. But uh, but after six months of pretty much just sweatpants, I've worn jeans once. I think once. Yeah, once. Because I've worn like with with the heat and everything. I've worn my my nice shorts. My like button zipper shorts. I own like two pairs of those. I don't wear a lot of shorts. But but I'm ready to get into some damn jeans. And especially uh, as we're starting to see a shift in the weather, it's it's starting to feel like fall. Now, for me, living in California, start it does start to feel like fall when fire season kicks into gear. Uh, so that's part of it for me subconsciously. Uh, but it's starting to feel like fall, and and I'm I'm ready for uh, I'm ready for some real clothing, not just sweatpants, not just sweatpants. And in fact, uh, when it comes to mental health, I have a very visceral connection to fall personally. I don't know what it is, uh, but it's always been this way. You know, and that's part of the like the football connection. You 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 start seeing football on the weekends and everything. It starts to feel like fall. I'm not a pumpkin spice person. Keep that shit out of my. I don't like it. It's I don't want the pumpkin spice, but I like the cooler weather. I like kind of that feel of fall. You know, moving in everything, and I always have, even as a kid. You know, even as a teenager, because I mean that was going back to school was a little depressing because you're like shit. I got to go back to school, uh, but I I always loved the fall. Just always have and. So right now it's really hitting me, and I think that's partially because we've been stuck, you know, for six months. It didn't. Spring was one thing. Summer, you know, missed out on like Fourth of July party and you know everything else. But it was like okay, now I'm fine. But now that fall's rolling around, I'm ready for a show. I'm ready to throw on my jeans and a hoodie and, and my my battle jacket, and I want I want to get out there. So I'm I'm struggling a little bit with that. And I'll be fine, but I'm absolutely struggling with that. And in fact, I've. Uh, Looked at my, uh, looked at my, in my closet the other day at all my hoodies. I, I'm a hoodie guy. I, like, I have too many. My, my wife's always like, get another hoodie. Yeah, get another one. Uh, like, 98% of them are black. <laughs> black zip hoodies, but I got every freaking band, you know. And Barstool Preachers keep putting out great stuff. Uh, shout out to Zombie Teeth Clothing, because, you know, you know I own multiple Zombie Teeth Clothing designs. Not only uh, Zombie Teeth Clothing, but Barstool Preachers. And I was looking at them the other day, and my flannels. Oh, I love putting on a flannel when the weather starts to, to cool off, man. I was looking at them going, and usually around this time of year, I go, soon, soon, soon you will come out. But that also hit me, because I was like, I, I, I'm not going to wear a flannel around my house. It's not something I don't dress up to hang out with my wife and kid, you know. I put on a nicer t-shirt to come into the studio and record this. I, you know, I, I put on a hoodie. Maybe next episode we'll be in the studio with a hoodie, but uh, man, it just it all of it just hitting me, all of it just hitting me. Um, but I gotta remain I gotta remain vigilant. That's the thing. As much as I'm ready to get out there, gotta remain vigilant because I always tell myself, and, and you know, when my wife starts to, and has we haven't let her guard down completely, but when we start to think like, oh, maybe we can, and I remind her, remind myself even, we've been doing this for six months. What what, and and you hear stories like Bill Plaschke. <clears throat> Excuse me. You hear stories like Bill Plaschke where he goes out to eat like once and just that was it. And so I'll be extra mad at myself if we spent six months being so, so cautious and vigilant, go out once and then I get sick. That's or anyone in my family gets sick. So we have to continue, continue, continue to stay vigilant, uh, especially as we move into fall when we could see another wave of this, another wave of, of covid infections and covid deaths and and everything else. So, so please, just just do your best. All you can do is take care of yourself and uh, 
and 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 remember that you can't change everybody, uh, but you can all you can do is your best. Absolutely. I would say also limit social media and news. Uh, as I mentioned, kind of top of the episode, you, I'm always amazed that people can support certain things and, and still be behind a certain administration, regardless of all the terrible, terrible things that that happen there. Um, but it's also just a reminder that you're you're never going to change everyone's mind. You're never going to. And that's why limiting social media and news can be a good thing because I find myself sometimes I'll, I'll click on a post or and look at comments and I'm like, good God, how can you be this ignorant? How can you be this hateful? How can you be this dumb? And that that is a, that is a constant problem for me. And I found myself, like, I have to just walk away from it. You have to always remind yourself, you're not going to change anyone's mind by commenting. You're not going to... You're not going to make a difference by arguing with someone that, that clearly is, is stuck in their ways and their views. In fact, you might have that make them dig deeper into that hole because all they're doing is just arguing with you to argue. So put it down, step away, take a break from it, at least from those kinds of things. You know, be careful with what you consume. Don't don't go in there looking for an argument. Go in and consume some, you know, some stuff from a band you like or a writer you like or an artist you like. Do that. That's a better use of social media. Get into your, your Facebook groups, like-minded people. Uh, that's going to be better for you overall, without a question. Uh, and I will, before we move on from mental health, I do want to point out that September is Suicide Awareness Month. That's right, Suicide Awareness Month. Punk Rock Saves Lives is doing some some great things uh, as far as, as um, Suicide Prevention Month. But I will say, uh, as, as I do every May, um, it's great to bring awareness to this during the month of September. But keep in mind that that's, this is a 312-month-a-year, 365-day-a-year struggle for many people. So while September may finish for you, uh, and, and you've, you've posted and, and shown your support and everything else, know that just because September ended doesn't mean uh, somebody who, has, who, who is suicidal or, or has mental illness, uh, it doesn't mean it goes away because it's the end of September. They don't go, oh, it's October now, cool. I'm going to get me a pumpkin spice latte and I feel so much better. No, it is, it is a constant struggle. Uh, so keep that in mind and, and know that even after September, uh, reach out to your friends. And that's one of the, the most cliche things to say. You don't reach out and say, how you feeling today? Just, just be there. Just say hi. You know? Not don't make it like, well, are you feeling okay? No, just hey, hey, just you see that 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 new show that you know premiered on Netflix. Those are the things you can do, without question. All right, parenting, <clears throat> parenting. My three-year-old climbing up the walls right now. Cl- climbing up the walls. It's crazy. Like literally, I'm literally climbing up the walls. I'm yelling at a wall. She's climbing up it. That's what's going on here. But it's of course. Uh, now, she's been stir-crazy, of course, because we've been stuck pretty much at home. She hasn't had her gymnastics lessons and all the things she's used to doing and, and activities that we usually do and seeing seeing both sets of grandparents, like, you know, would have seen them multiple times over the course of six months here. Uh, and, and so it is different, but it's it's gotten worse the past week with the heat wave kicking it off and now the fires. Uh, I can't even bring my kid outside. And it's it's like so much education to my kid regarding you know various things and like having to explain what a virus is having to explain like it's a heat wave we need to be careful and now having to explain you know fires there's fires what do you mean there's fires outside there's fires and so having to explain that to a three-year-old been a lot of fun for me but really just trying to keep her 
occupied and 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 some just get that activity out. <laughs> I, we had folded up that damn folding trampoline that I've complained about, which is not really a folding trampoline, but it folds in half. It's ridiculous. I brought that thing back out, and I just, just like let her just, just go jump, go jump. We were literally running laps around around my house yesterday, me and me and my three year old, because I was I trying to get some energy out of her. <laughs> like we're running around playing hide and seek, and then we're 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 tossing a balloon around. It's 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 just crazy. Um, and I know many other parents out there are dealing with with the same issues. Uh, so just and just and for those of you not aware of what it's like to have a toddler at home, uh, this morning my my toddler my wife was filling a water bottle for her. And my my kid, Zoe, she likes uh, she likes ice in her water bottle, uh, so my wife puts ice in there, puts the water in there, and my kid had a meltdown. Not even just a no no a meltdown, C- blood curdling scream, tears starting, and all this was because the ice didn't float right away. So if you're wondering what it's like to have a toddler at home, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Looking for something to freak out about, and this is what toddlers do. It's all part of the fun, but sometimes you're like, really? Really? Because the ice didn't float right away. And the ice floated, but it didn't float right away, so it was still a big big issue. Good Lord. <sighs> and I will tell you, it, the fires are extra tough for me. as I, ha- I, have some p- I have definite PTSD whenever it comes to fires. Uh, anyone that knows me, can t- and my wife will tell you this, I, I tend to freak out. And in fact, some of my friends, my very close friends, uh, we're, we're put under not evacuation orders, but evacuation warning, which means you're, you're not told to evacuate, but you're told to be ready to evacuate. And and they had that the other night. And so I'm, I'm talking to my buddy, Seth. Uh, I'm literally out watering my plants, and I'm also spraying down a house. I'm like, fucking embers. Not, not today. Not today, because I, I, I take it very seriously. Uh, fortunately, they've been okay. And I think they're going to remain okay, especially now. But it, it's going to be a long road because fires are still fires are still burning. Uh, and the reason that it gets so personal for me is my, my parents lost their house in 2003 in the Cedar Fire in San Diego. It is scary stuff. And if you're not familiar with the Cedar Fire, that was a fast-moving fire where my parents barely made it out of their home alive. My parents and my sister. Now, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. I uh, had, actually had a room down there. Uh, and that's I've told people who are, who are also uh, fans of the same music as me. Uh, now, I didn't lose all my day-to-day stuff, but I lost really everything I had uh, from, from high school. Uh, a lot of that stuff, and and li- and literally a giant drawer of uh, of band shirts, band shirts. Uh, but my parents barely got out alive with their lives. That the fast moving fire, middle of the night, not middle of the night, early morning hours. And in fact, I'll never forget getting that phone call at like four o'clock in the morning from my mother, as I'm in L.A. and I and I was a mobile DJ at the time. This was, I believe, it was a Sunday morning. It had to be a Sunday morning, because uh, I know I was I was out working late the night before. Uh, so I had, hadn't gotten much sleep and, and I was like, no, no. Cause you, you get numb to it when you grow up in fire areas like San Diego, like I did, you know, you always prepare and you're like, ah, you end up being fine. And you know, you loaded a computer in the car for no reason. You, you loaded the family photos in the car, got to pull them all back out. So I said, ah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Get up a couple hours later and I, I'll never forget this one either. I walk into the living room and, and my roommate at the time, uh, sitting there, he also happened to be from, from San Diego, not only from San Diego, but from Poway. Uh, we actually went to to elementary, middle school, and high school together. And his face was just white. He's looking at the TV, and I said, what, "What's going on?" And he looks at me, and he goes, "Sean, our hometown is on fire." And ever since then, and and I, I lost it. Then I lost it. I had to go play. 
I had to go play a show with my old company uh, to 5,000 kids, leadership conference that, that night on a Sunday night uh, in, in northern part of L.A. And, uh, and barely got through it, barely got through it, broke down a few times, uh, just knowing the danger, the danger there, and seeing that, and hearing the stories. My father actually broke the fire line to go back and, and rescue additional horses that, that someone near their property uh, had, had let the horses loose. That's something you do if you if you can't transport large animals, you, you turn them loose so that they're not stuck in a stable or a barn and, and burning to death. You, you you let them be able to, to fend for themselves and run. And someone had did had done that and, and my dad literally drove through the fire department fire line where they were not letting people through uh, with his truck and trailer and, and pulled m- more horses out of uh, fire danger. This is why I, I take it very seriously. Uh, it's not something to take lightly. Nobody should. Um, and, and for me personally, it, it took really seeing it up close uh, to to take it seriously. And, and now it can become scary at times for me personally, which is also why I don't I don't like fireworks around the 4th of July, really any time at all. I just don't. All right, let's get into some entertainment news and then we're going to finish up uh, Common Sense Sundays, episode 18. I just want to talk about a couple things real quick. So The Boys, the Amazon original show, The Boys, which I very much enjoy. I, I enjoy The Boys. I think it's a great show. Uh, it has a very fresh fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. However, we found the past week or so, two weeks or so, that The Boys started to get negative ratings on Amazon. After a little in- investigating, we found out that people are leaving negative ratings simply because The Boys didn't release the entire second season all at once. What they did was they released three episodes, and they are releasing an episode every Friday. So upset people decided to go and destroy the rating on it because they can't watch all 10 episodes at once. And to that, anyone out there upset about that, all I have to say is boo fucking who. I realize that we're all stuck at home more than usual right now, and maybe you're hankering for new stuff. Go watch something else over the week. This is not something to complain about. This is a scheduled release. You all wanted all these different studios out there, Amazon Studios, Netflix Studios. You wanted all this goddamn content, and now you complain because you have to wait a week for another episode? That is just spoiled to a T. So calm down. Watch something else. Let these studios do their scheduled releases. It's funny. I I was involved in... Not like I was the big voice in the room, but I was involved in a lot of these conversations. I worked at at uni in 2015, which is actually when Amazon Studios popped up and when Netflix really started doing like crazy original programming uh, and and everything else. And uh, when Hulu and some others started to go to like scheduled releases. So I was in the room for a lot of those conversations. The fact that people are upset is, is just so petty, so petty. Like, and I'm gonna do it Back in my day, you had to turn on the television on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, and that was the only way you saw your show. Kids these days, honest to God. Uh, I will say for sports fans, the last week has been nuts. Uh, The crazy thing about COVID pushing sports back and and everything else is normally this time of year, uh, we would we would have baseball. We'd be coming to the end of the baseball season. We wouldn't have basketball or hockey. Uh, we wouldn't have golf right now, these majors. And I think tennis even would have been pushed back and soccer. So basically, because everything has been pushed back uh, and now with football starting, there pretty much last week, like every sport was being played. 
Uh, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but uh, like the U.S. Open was being played. There was golf last week. There was soccer. It was everything. So for it's a sports fan's dream uh, to be able to consume all these things. So if you're a sports fan, um, that is a bright side to look at, I guess. It is pretty wild uh, being able. And, and that's what's uh, I was listening to something the other day. We're going to have like the, the NBA finals happening really at the same time as the, the World Series for baseball, which has obviously never happened because they are played at different times a year. So it is fan. It is fascinating, uh, and it's a. Uh, it's I guess a bright side to things. If, if you know, if we're looking for one, that could kind of be one. All right. A uh, couple things I will say. Facebook is launching. They have a new policy starting October first. Uh, if you're a music fan, you you probably seen this floating around. They are banning bands and musicians from live streaming music on Facebook. Uh, to the point where they are actually threatening to delete banned pages. Everyone's up in arms about this. Um, I'm, I get the being up in arms because people are like, this is all we have, this is all we have. There are other sides to this, uh, and I think some of it involves copyright issues on Facebook's end, and they're really just starting to cover their asses here. Uh, the other thing is, yes, it's frustrating. You're not going to be able to watch it directly on Facebook, but that, there's part, that's part of the reason we are not going to be streaming live on Facebook anymore. It's it's not designed for like streaming live a company or anything else. Take it over to YouTube. Here's the thing: bands you bands can play a live stream on YouTube, and you can share it to Facebook. We can all click on the link and we can watch it on YouTube. And the other thing is, if you, if your band ha- like if you have if you're a fairly well established band, you can, like you, you have other platforms. We we don't need to freak out just because you can't see it specifically on Facebook. Let's calm down. Um, it is unfortunate, but it's not the end of the world. There's other ways to get around it. And in fact, speaking of seeing live streams and getting around it, Weekend at Fatty's uh, is happening September 19th. This is a, a new concert series with Fat Mike of No Effects that he's put together. That's why it's called Weekend at Fatty's. And he's gonna, they're going to be, uh, No Effects is going to be streaming live from Fat Mike's house on September 19th. Uh, they're going to do, No Effects is going to be playing uh, their album, Two, Two Hebes. Ah, I'm blanking on the name. Someone's going to. Put it in the comments and correct this if I had the live stream going. Some, but Paul would be like, "What? What are you talking about? You know the name." Uh, but also with other guests, including slightly stupid Fishbone and Bad Cop. Bad Cop. God, I love me some Bad Cop. Bad Cop. It is a ticketed event, uh, but it is well worth it simply based on those bands. And there's also going to be some comedians, some other cool stuff. Now, obviously, some of those performances are likely going to be pre-recorded, but the No Effects set is going to be live from Fat Mike's house. If you've never seen stuff from Fat Mike's house, he's got this huge backyard. It's it's pretty funny seeing stuff going on there. Uh, I always get jealous and upset when I see the uh, the VW bug in the back or VW bus in the background. That's clearly not functioning, but it is my dream car and. Fat Mike just uses it as decoration. Which I could just use one as decoration. Uh, still not loving YouTube music. YouTube's great for streaming and watching videos. YouTube music? Ugh, still having issues there. Well, I don't know why Google Play has to go away. Uh, and I will leave you with, with one last thing. If you are not following Jim Gaffigan recently, uh, make sure you follow Jim Gaffigan uh, he is killing it lately. He's a very funny comedian to begin with, but he is absolutely killing it lately uh, in the social in the social platform space as well as uh, the the stand up space. He's got a got a thing on uh, Amazon there. So if you're not following Jim Gaffigan, you're missing out. Make sure you go follow him. Uh, get some great common sense as well as some some great jokes and and comedy out of uh, the great Jim Gaffigan. All right, that's gonna do it for me. Let me get one more sip of my out of my uh, Go Tell to the Wall mug here. You, too, could have a Go Tell Us the Wall mug if you go on the merch site through seanworklive.com. 
All right, wall fans, common sensors, podcast, consumers, social media world. This has been episode 18 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It's the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you're following us on Facebook.com slash Go Tell It's the Wall. Also, my personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean, and YouTube. Subscribe to Go Tell It to the Wall. Most importantly, SeanO'RourkeLive.com will keep you up to date on everything and anything that is Sean O'Rourke, Common Sense Sundays, and Go Tell It to the Wall. We will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time, possibly with a stream. We will see how that goes this week. Until then, wall fans, remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.